0: Okay, Feather, another venture into the world of Glasgow music. What do we have this week? The Magic Stick,
1: and Getting a Dizzy, and My Own pint Mug at the Bar, and Drunk Singing at Church, and Cliff Richard Before He Lost It, and Things I Shouldn't Tell My Son. Oh no! <laughs> hey, singer, we're Glasgow Generations in the
0: What episode is this? Episode. 8 is doesn't it? Eight. Ocho. ocho,
1: ocho. As they say in Spain. Uh, oh, again, i for yeah. yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. So oh.
0: it's uh, once again. It's been a while. So how, how's
1: things? Well, not too bad. It's as you said, It has been a wee while, probably about aye. two or three
0: months, is it? I, I, I vaguely remember talking last time about music. Aye, so we, uh, we
1: did. We touched on uh, briefly. Uh, but You were droning on, so we kind of stopped. Aye, again. aye, <laughs> aye and I think I said at the time we were probably winging it. And <laughs> <laughs> probably. So again let's just do the same. Aye, so aye, what aye, we'll aye.
0: do, we'll start uh, as always with our fantastic emails. These are these the ones you write yourself? Yes, aye, aye. as sorry. always, yes. Glasgow Generations at GoogleMail.com. I think I proved otherwise uh, that it wasn't me the last time to be fair. Aye, because uh,
1: Murdoch uh, Maguire, a very good Murtle friend Maguire, of mine, and Kathleen, my sister. There was your man
0: that, that, lived in the, uh, sorry, that worked in the oh, shop across everybody everybody from Smith. Smith yep. Island, ah, yes. You see, you see. It. Well, this one, uh, we've got an email from a Jim McGrath from Liverpool. All right, Hailing from Paisley, for me, your episode on the Glasgow entertainment scene was a fond trip back down memory lane. Mm-hmm. I still remember my mum's stories about the old Panopticon in the Trongate area of Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my own memories include waiting for my future wife to turn up late, as always, outside the Locarno. Yes. Which became Tiffany's. Yes. For the lunchtime sessions. Uh, and spending great nights I'll never forget at the Denny Pally yeah oh yes hope to hear some more of Charlie's memories soon uh-huh. Uh huh. and uh, I'll also mention thanks to Frank Crothers in Glasgow Esther Doherty from Washington DC oh, there right. you go again mm-hmm. and Heather from Birmingham who all emailed in messages of support for the podcast oh smashing I nuggets. did get a few pleading with us to stop as well but we won't, <laughs> won't mention them so. <laughs> so yeah the old Panopticon do you know? remember n- that? I've never even heard of that I, no? I don't even know how to spell it and um, we spelled it P-A-N-O-P-T-I-C-O-N, and it was in the Trongate area of Glasgow. No,
1: I don't, I don't remember that at all. We're going towards Glasgow Cross then.
0: It's obviously not open still, sir. So no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, he's saying my mum's stories, so I don't know whether it's before the time, possibly. Uh-huh.
1: It might have been. I mean, you I mean, might have gone back to the 50s, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Of course, at that time, I, mean, I was just a toddler, I mean... So you went out clubbing that those days? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that one doesn't sink a bell at all. Mm-hmm. Um, they mentioned something later on then. I um, mentioned
0: the Lucarno, which became yes.
1: Tiffany's. What's your memories of that? Well, wasn't one of my favourite dance halls. to be fair. I mean, to let you understand, um, in the sort of late 50s and probably more into the 60s, um, we kind of talk briefly last time about music, but the bands that were up and coming at that time, um, in and around Glasgow all played in the dance halls. Mm -hmm. Um, They were getting rid of the sort of kind of the Joe Joe Lois bands and Mm -hmm. uh, the big band sounds and there was wee groups coming in. Uh, We'd mentioned one or two, last thing, Dean Dean Ford and the Gaylords and the Popular beat combos. beat combos. (laughs) But they they sort of did the circuits to the the dance halls, Mm -hmm. um, of which Locana was one of them. At that stage, they still had the big bands going Mm -hmm. on, but Mm -hmm. they had a. Spot usually in the middle at some point, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a band would come on, type of thing, and they would have their two or three set numbers, and then the band would come on. Again. The big mm-hmm, band mm-hmm. would come back on again. Um I can't uh, It's just down towards. Um, if you're going to heading towards Charn Cross along Hall Street, yep, it was on the right hand side. Um, what about?
0: You? I know well, with where. Guidance. I remember <laughs> I will
1: just just be on there. Just uh-huh. heading towards. So head towards Charn Cross. The um, casino. Remember we talked about the the Baird Hall with us. Uh, uh-huh. Beyond that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, was Locarno there? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's there now, mind you. So why else have up that?
0: Well, but said
1: it became Tiffany's. it became Tiffany's, eye, But I say <laughs> I don't know what's there now. Yep. Um, uh-huh. But that was Locarno it was, Everybody had their own favourite mm-hmm. haunts, if you like.
0: Do you remember Locarno, it, it, it being Locarno or Oh Tiff- yes. Oh yes. Or, or Tiffany's? No, I, I remember both what was more your
1: time do you think? Uh, Locarno Locarno yeah. Aye. yeah. Um Locarno, it was always bigger, it always spun to mind. Um but I say the ones that sort of you mentioned the Denny Parley, Denison Parley, mm. um which I used to go to. Um the Majestic, Top of Hope Street was uh, well, effectively known as the the Magic Stick. The Magic stick, yep. <laughs> and that was my that was my favourite haunt. Uh huh. Um it? Top of Hope Street, the mm-hmm. uh, very top where the uh, used to be the BBC Studios up there at one time. Up at the right hand side, mm-hmm. but the Majestic was on the left hand side, mm-hmm. right at the very, very, very top of Hope Street.
0: Alright, so past the lights, so up near the piping centre is now. Yes, right? like aye, up and left hand side, aye, yeah, left hand uh-huh. side.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the, the Magic Stick. Uh-huh. Um, so there was the Majestic, uh, um you took your. The
0: Glasgow Bearers. The Glasgow
1: Bearers. Um, it's funny they're actually in the bar- and probably the, a lot of the, the dance halls were the same. The Eglinton Plaza. Um, I think we mentioned that one time before, I think yep. it was the last one or the one before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There was a big island in the middle and everybody danced round the uh-huh. island. Uh-huh. All going the one way. Uh-huh. You dare they go the other way. <laughs> and the same with Bar I always remember Barland, um all the guys used to walk round, you know, the pubs in those days used to shut at half past nine. Half nine. Half past nine. Yikes. And um what used to happen was everybody get a few pints down them before the uh-huh, closing time uh-huh. and then try to get into one of the dance hall because the bouncers there knew that well, here's a crowd I just <laughs> out of the pub and they'd let some in and mm-hmm. some who are a bit worse for wear obviously we'll you get in. In all the time I yeah, always uh-huh. get in um, and what happened was you, you got yourself in there and um, the girls were already in there uh-huh. god knows from when you know waiting for the tap waiting for the boys to <laughs> come <for> here
0: the <laughs> here they come here they come yes yeah, so after you arrived <laughs> they were still waiting that's right
1: Wait for a decent bit of talent. <laughs> and um, the boys all used to kind of walk rounds anti-clockwise all around the outside, the perimeter, of uh-huh. the all sort of eyeing ah, up the talent, suppose. Uh-huh. But you'd go the other way. You know, uh-huh. if, if you were all going in a circle uh-huh. and some bright spark would come in, maybe a couple of pints too many and started to go the other <laughs> way, yeah, it used to be fights, you know. Yeah, you, know no, just, no. you get a doing if you didn't follow the, uh-huh. the no. lads, you know. Um, and again, you know, the, there was big bands, can't quite remember a lot of the names of the, the actual bands as such. Mm-hmm. I'm still talking about the big band sounds. Sure. Um but it's as the in the interval or in the middle, they always brought in a kind of two or three kids playing, you know, uh, bands, uh-huh. um more sort of kind of coming into the Beatle area, if uh, you like, type of thing. Um and that just got bigger and bigger. Um but yeah, Barland, um the Majestic was my favourite.
0: Uh, and these places were they licensed?
1: uh No, no. no. Because licensed in those days, as I said to you earlier, early doors, mm-hmm. um, everything shut at half past nine. Mm-hmm. That was it. Um, to the next day, mm-hmm. um, and you know, you didn't go to hotels and things like that. <coughs> yeah. you, know, you went to the pub and you went to the pub early doors at night, and uh, you went to. <laughs> you used to go to some of these bars and uh, particularly near the dance halls, uh, and the, the bars that the guys who ran these pubs knew it. And you'd come in there and say, right, it's a Friday night, Saturday night, they'll be uh, coming uh, into the Majestic or the Barland, and they'd have rows and rows and rows of pints, still you know, behind the, the bars. And guys would come in, and like, three pints, you know, and uh, uh, I'm having three pints as well, you know. <laughs> and you know, you're getting as much down your neck as you could before you uh, get uh. chucked out at half past nine, twenty, ten.
0: I like how the adverts these days say, please drink
1: responsibly. Yeah, yeah well, that, of course, that created a bad image of course at Glasgow in those days, you know, sure. that and you had prior to then we'd back we'd talked before about the 50s you know, mm-hmm. no mean city in the, the and the gorbos and razor gangs and god we'll and what well else another
0: time I think but Aye.
1: yeah um, so you know the, the license hours were half past nine and you, you had a few pints if you if you were that way inclined mm-hmm. and then you'd win and you'd have a wee eye and see who's there type mm-hmm. of thing And so this become, look at a,
0: the, is this like a is a Normally, would it just be a Friday and a Saturday? You'd, you'd aye, mostly week, a right?
1: weekend, aye. There was nothing um, nothing much... Well, not for me, anyway. There was nothing much during the week. Um, these
0: days, Glasgow is
1: full of oh, student God, nights. And aye, like that. aye. But, Seven nights a week. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was always the weekend there. And funny enough, we touched briefly on one of the music programmes on TV, mm-hmm. Ready, Steady, Go. And the opening lines there was, The weekend starts here.
0: Yeah. Friday night. That's right. And that was
1: Elidore's 60s, sixty 60, to maybe 63 or something like that uh-huh. and the view then was well we don't know what you did on monday to friday mm-hmm. <laughs> probably went to your work and doesn't
0: matter you're earning your coins so polish you shoes it. for <laughs>
1: you yeah, and iron your shirt and your, your uh-huh. kipper tie and, uh, <laughs> and right. your wide lapels uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and then friday night saturday night and sunday night was just like a winching night you know if you managed to be going with a girl you maybe go to the pictures uh-huh. Uh-huh. but friday night saturday night was dancing nights so, in thing.
0: terms of winching, then, I uh-huh. mean, w- w- obviously, um, I realise I'm speaking to my father here, but aye, aye, aye. <laughs> would you do that in the clubs, like they do these days, or would you, is what? it a case of, would you have to take them over? Oh, you had, I mean, you had the last
1: dance, I mean, uh-huh. I don't know, it's like these days in the clubs and things like that, but uh-huh. it was, I mean, what used to happen a lot was, and um, I was guilty of that as much as anybody else was, you'd, you'd come in there probably at the back of 10, once you get through the bouncers, uh-huh. back of 10 o'clock, you would had a few pints, and Places used to shut up at 11, the dance halls, right? and you'd be sort of kind of wandering around having a look at a bit of talent, you know, and uh-huh. you'd say, right, uh-huh. say to your mate, well do you oh, I don't fancy her, you know, I don't fancy yours, uh-huh. um, and then it was cocky, almost bef- the last dance was coming up, uh-huh. and there was a mad rush and a scramble, all the guys grabbing anything that was going, you know, <laughs> right, and that's, you'll you do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. you'll do for me, yeah, right, and some of the is just, aye, okay, right, I know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you had your last dance and you were a snog yep. as you were dancing. It was always a slow tune type of thing, right uh-huh, uh-huh. and And um, depending, if she was nice looking or a mm-hmm. pot ugly, you know, would <laughs> say, right, we'll take you home or uh-huh. see you next week.
0: Or I'll see you into a taxi. Aye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and invariably, we used, used to, I don't know when they have it these days, but, you know, we used to call it getting A dizzy? A dizzy? And you maybe, you'd been to the dance hall or something like that, and you picked up a girl type uh-huh. of thing that, you know, and you'd right, okay, I'll see you next week. Uh-huh. And one of the, it was two good meeting points when you picked up somebody maybe for the first time where it happened to be evening, uh-huh. the pictures. Because uh-huh. you say, girls used to go to the pictures and you'd come up the row behind them and yep. chat them up type of thing. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. You maybe, you, you, you got up behind them. Ah, <laughs> yeah, not quite, you know. Uh, a wee bit chat going, you know. Uh-huh. And um, if you actually met somebody and say right, okay, you walked her home and what have you, and uh, <laughs> no, I better not say it here. <laughs> this is my son I'm talking to. Um, but so you're arranging a date. So uh-oh, you say right, uh-oh. okay, I'll see you on Saturday night, right, seven o'clock. And there was two big meeting points. One was um, down at the bottom of Union Street, uh-huh. and you go down Renfield Street, Union Street, yep, just at the corner of Gail Street. Uh-huh. And there used to be on the left hand side, there was a massive big boot store. It's right. the chemist. Well, uh-huh. um, he had that kind of an awning at the top, uh-huh. so we were standing there waiting for the girl. Could stand under yep, uh-huh, keep uh-huh. the rain. And the other place was up in Sucky Hall Street. Um, What's this way across? Is it? it was right on the corner, it was the electricity board. Uh-huh. And it's only, only a bit up Sucky Hall Street. You had um, the public corner, was it Lauder's, was it they call it? it was still, was still there. Still there, yeah. Go up, go up, head and, again head towards Charn Cross, same uh-huh. right hand side. Uh-huh. The first corner up, probably about three or four blocks up, you'd buy Vicky's, Victoria's. Uh-huh. Sticky Vicks. Sticky Vicks, I uh-huh. <laughs> 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 so some sites there when were up in Glasgow a couple of weekends ago and me and mum up for a meal and thought oh my god you know, how do you let them in or out <laughs> it's right. up the first big corner I can't remember the street it crosses over it might be Hope Street um, but that was a big electricity board there and that was another yeah. meeting point point. and you'd maybe say right okay I'll, I'll, right, I'll meet Sally right I'll see you about six, 7 o'clock Saturday yeah. night uh-huh. and you stand there but guys all hanging about type uh-huh, of thing uh-huh. 7 o'clock and they sign of her past seven and someday maybe see a girl coming up nine hundred guys away and there's two or three guys left you know uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
1: you're going to get a dizzy going <laughs> oh, god yeah, half past seven that's it you wouldn't that's wait in point, it. Yeah. It. and that was called getting a dizzy Why she wouldn't turn up a dizzy I don't know I, I don't, don't know, know where it originated yeah, from but uh-huh. um, getting a dizzy I mean uh-huh. I mean, we still talk about it occasionally and things like that that's, that's right. right but um, I remember mum saying one time um, she was up at the electricity board one mm-hmm. Saturday night obviously some guy had picked her up yep well, before I walked into the scene, of course. Obviously. And um, seven o'clock came, quarter past, twenty past seven, and it was her, mum, and this other girl was standing there, both Well, had, they were waiting for him. They were both waiting for her. Uh-huh. Whoever it was going to the meeting, we both got a dizzy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the girl came over to mum and says, well, you know, you're no turned up? No, no, no. Well, I was going to go to the dancing, you know. Uh-huh. Mum says, well where do we go? And so they went to the Dan, what to them, uh-huh, uh-huh. went to the Majestic, into the Majestic, and both got picked up, ah, and off he went, but um. that was getting a dizzy, you know, yeah, um, yeah. meeting somebody, and for whatever reason, I mean, I did it to girls, mm-hmm. girls did it mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. only twice. That's right. Only twice I got That's a dizzy nice. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, That worked out for the best, obviously, aye. so, yeah. But that, that was that, I don't know how we got into that. I no uh, idea, uh, but, Talking about dancing, I suppose, uh-huh, that uh-huh. And what, what
0: would up. you, you were talking about um, the, the clothes you were wearing there, what would oh, you wear right. to the, the magic stick? The magic stick, I mean,
1: it was suits in those days. Oh, I mentioned the old mohair suit before, <laughs> I, um, mum's tailor, Joe Sawyer made up for me in Union Street, and uh-huh, uh-huh. one of the girls who talked about Ronnie Smith, Smith yep, who uh-huh. had uh, leather blue cheek down the stair, uh-huh. um, but you all wore suits, shirts mm-hmm. and ties. Um it started to get a bit more casual when you come into the sort of 63, 64, 65 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after the Beatles and all of them started to come in yep. and the flare trousers were coming in and you're getting a bit more casual and it used to be a kind of, it's hard to describe it, but you're kind of in a, a, a pseudo sort of leather jacket type of thing with a belt <laughs> on it <laughs> but it was hanging loose, you know, uh-huh, and uh-huh. you'd have a casual shirt on, you, the shirts and ties disappeared sort of thing, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. um, you had the belt up heels, Cuban heels and uh-huh. things like that, uh-huh. you know. Uh, for me, for the, the dwarfs, made them a two or three inches <laughs> bigger, you know. Um, and, you know, but certainly late 50s, early 60s, probably up to about 62, 63 maybe. Uh, Dance halls on a Friday night, Saturday night. And even when you were winching, mm-hmm. shut and tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, three-piece suit, two-piece suit, everybody wore suits. Yeah, and that, nice. was, that was the style then. And the styles varied, of course. You had to sort kind of, I mentioned before, the big wide lapels come in yeah, now. You know, and yeah. you look back now. The, the flares. Little, God, and, yeah, no. Flares, you know, kipper ties, big white ties, you know. <laughs> Now I can see why that. you never get dizzy, eh? Well, this is <laughs> it, you know, it's Coco the Clown coming, oh, look at this, you know, but uh, at the time we thought you were... And the women, what would they wear? Well, that varied. I mean, obviously, late 50s, I mean, they used to wear these big skirts mm-hmm. with God knows about petticoats, they used to call them, underneath, mm-hmm. and they were big sort of flary things. Sure. And, um... Then they come into the early 60s and then it was this tight skirts type of thing. And then the minis come in, mm-hmm. mini skirts and then, you know, they went right half up to her neck, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they had their own fashion, just as the guys had their own fashion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said to you before, the 60s, to my mind, was the best decade because... Everything was happening, everything was new, mm-hmm. everything was changing. Mm-hmm. Um, things were moving on all the time and you know, you were developing into something else type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great decade for, for music, for, for style and everything mm-hmm. else, you know. Um, what about
0: these dancers? I mean, how how busy are we talking about? You, oh, was a space to dance?
1: Or? Okay, well, about <laughs> well, uh, up to about quarter to ten, half past ten. You know, uh-huh. there was plenty of space on the floor because there was all the of girls dancing. Aye, the guys used to just say they were trying to look cool in the, the falling out of the, the pub, and um, they sort of wandering round, wandering round, going in the circles of the city, all going the same way.
0: Uh-huh. You
1: daren't go against the flow if you like, you uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. Somebody put one on you. Um, but usually about quarter past, half past ten, when it was getting a bit sort of kind of near closing time, uh-huh. see the occasional guy straining on her, walking right across the floor, you see maybe, sees a lassie across the other side. You're yeah, bumped off. Say, no, nah. you got to walk all the way <laughs> all others, up, back. Walk of shame back. And you think everybody's watching you, but they not. <laughs> I used to go with a, a pal of mine, Robert Barr, Rob Barr. Yeah. Um, he went down to London with me eventually. The guy with the Porsche. Aye, that's yeah. right, aye. Yeah. I mm-hmm. um, thought he's got that now. He lives down in Blackwood, yeah, uh, no. just near the M74. He was a bit shyer than me, type uh-huh. of thing, you know. And um, I was always the, the pusher, if you like, you know. Uh-huh. I and mean, we being in the pub, and we come in and uh, quarter past, half past ten. You you're start to think, oh, I a the pub at beginning, right? That's a talent, you know.
0: There's uh-huh. two
1: of there, Rob, you know, right? Well, you go, Charlie, you go first, you know, and I'll come behind you. And I remember one time walking right across the floor. He's still sitting there. <laughs> and saying, uh, do you fancy a dance? You know, and the two of them are looking at me. You know, and Which one now? <laughs> Rob's the other, did he fancy her, you know, she was fat, you know, it's fine, <laughs> Yeah, Um yeah. but this is what you did, um, and near her, sort of, kind of the last dance, mm-hmm. um, the floor was always, the girls were always dancing right mm-hmm. through, I don't know what time you used to turn up at night, time, probably about half seven or so something. So like. they don't
0: go to the pub then?
1: No, no. So they wouldn't drink? Not by themselves, not by themselves, unless uh-huh. they've, um, well, better than describe it, they used to be called, the ones that did go to pubs. pubs, um, but no, yeah. um, in those days again it's I mean everything's moved on obviously mm-hmm. you know and a group of girls now can go into a, any pub now sure. and you know have the the way they do it, sex in the city you know that sort cocktails of and cocktails that's and it. Exactly slammers, like that. yeah, <laughs> slammers and god as well you know Um but no, girls in those days didn't walk into the pub by themselves. It so
0: was that a, a kind of they weren't allowed thing for no, that, no, not just parents, didn't, or was it just the culture? It just the culture, just yeah.
1: they just didn't do it. Uh-huh. Um, Different when they actually were going be a guy, they go in. Is
0: it because pubs were more for men and yeah, the clubs for yeah, men, aye, women? Aye, that yeah. kind of idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the pubs in those days, I mean, were not like the pubs these days. Uh-huh. Um, again, coming into the middle sixties, they started to realise, you know. Um, guys were bringing girls in here, they were starting to bring the bands into the pubs. Uh-huh. Um my favourite pub you said was in Enfield Street. What the hell is it called again? God. I had my night in it. Um right hand side going down. Mm-hmm. Um forget what it's called, it'll come back to me. Mm-hmm. Um and we had many a night in there and they started bringing live bands into there mm-hmm. playing type of thing starting selling
0: women's drinks and things
1: like that <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, better get some Bacardi the woman here you know it's a Bacardi Coke that was mum's first drink was Bacardi, Bacardi and Coke and i have okay. uh, been going for quite a wee while and we have been out and what you went to Bacardi and Bacardi And I remember Rob, who at that point wasn't he winching. Uh-huh. Um, and he used to, th- it was a threesome sometimes, you know? Not in the wrong sense right, of the Come on, not in the wrong sense of the Come along with the a Saturday night if we spending the night in the pub, as we started to do, obviously, in those uh-huh. days. Uh-huh. Once you were winching, you, you stopped first of going to the dancing. Yeah, no, you need. started going to nah, the nah. Exactly, nah. <laughs> You went to the pubs then. Uh-huh. Um and I remember one night sitting in Whitehall. The Whitehall White and Renfield Street. Uh-huh. It's gone now. The pub still there now. I forget what it's called. Um, it's changed over hands two or three times, but it used to be called the Whitehall. What about it's in Renfield. Street? Just opposite, almost opposite the um, the picture hall, um, left hand side. It used to be called the Regal. It's not there now. Down below now is one of these shops that sells guitars and bikes and.
0: All oh, right, yeah. If, if you don't know been, what you mean, yeah. Perhaps. Before you
1: come to the audience, sort nice. of thing. It was over on the other side, right hand side mm-hmm. um, and you come in the door and there was a long passageway to get up into the place, the Whitehall. Sure. Yeah. Um, we spent many a Saturday morning there after a Friday night. Yeah. Um, but we were in there one night, myself and mum and Rob. I was, we weren't even engaged at that time, we were still just winching. Sure. And um, we had to drink Bacardi and Coke and me and Rob were on pines. Like, uh-huh. oh, get something else. And we sat that night up at the bar and virtually took her right through the gantry. <laughs> This was actually Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. Took her right through the gantry and she had about five or six different spirits and it ended up with whiskey and lemonade, which uh-huh. she still drinks. But we got her home because um, we were going to go oh, to. Charlie's her home, yeah. We were just about. <laughs> we got the last bus up the road and we were going to go to Midnight Mass when I used to go to church in them days. Uh-huh. And um, we got her into the house. Mum used to live in Carentine, uh-huh. um, 143 Warrison Crescent. Uh, it's a private house now. Uh-huh. Um, and me and Rob got her in and she was well going Mum, you know. <laughs> And uh, I was getting dogs abuse from my mother, you know, for Surprise bringing my daughter advice, yeah. home. Yeah. She went to bed and we went to the local church and uh-huh. sang and sang our heads off at the back of the church, you know. Everybody <laughs> <And laughs> looking down at us. And that used to happen quite a lot. As, as years went on later on, you get uh-huh. guys coming in who'd been to the pubs and things like that. Midnight uh-huh. and mass, i right? will go now and I'll get it over and done with <laughs> And uh, always had a few pints type of thing, you know. Um, how I got into that, I don't know. God knows. But, uh, no, once you actually started going with a girl... Um, uh-huh. the the pubs were beginning to realise obviously that there was money here to be made Mm -hmm. Um, they started tarting up the pubs you know Mm -hmm, they were being mm -hmm. more not like the old days in the 50s when it was just men and um, you know just rows upon rows of guys fighting to get to the bar Um, they had the saloons and the lounges and and the couples went in there type of thing Uh they then brought music in excuse me
0: Presumably covered in smoke all over the place. Well, there yeah. was that,
1: aye, I yeah. mean, aye, I mean, blue haze type of thing, you know, purple haze, Jimi Hendrix, uh-huh. um, you come out stinking, but I mean, I used to smoke in those days, so yeah. I can't... Doesn't
0: matter so, anyway, yeah. Uh-huh. Stopped
1: 28 years ago and You mentioned Christmas.
0: before, um, Speaker's Corner used to go there a lot.
1: London? Oh, Speaker's Corner, the, the pub, pub the corner of the Cross. It's now
0: Driftwood at the moment, Cornwall. Is that what it's called?
1: Aye. Uh, well, the reason I used to go there was, um, I used to work in Portcullis House in India Street. Mm-hmm. Um, Better not see where we work. <laughs> we keep that quiet, <laughs> don't we? Just, let's, suffice to say it was a civil service and we'll leave it at that. But um, the Speaker's Corner was a local pub and we used uh-huh. to go up there at lunch times, usually on a Friday mostly, Yep. a few jars and we got to know um, the... The owners quite well, mm-hmm. um, and you used to get two or three actors, you used to come in there, James Cosmo, I don't know if you've ah, yeah yeah, uh-huh. James Cosmo used to come in Pretty there quite a lot, that, yeah. um, and he became a good pal of ours. and um, we always went in on a Friday, a few jars, and uh-huh. get back to work type of thing, uh-huh. and then we went in at night time, and um, the sort of sign that you were an accepted part of the crowd was, you had your own beer mug up in uh, the dancing. Yeah. and you'd come in, oh Charlie, you know, John, Bob, uh-huh, you uh-huh. Your own muck and that was it. yeah. And Cosmo was always in there type of thing. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. Um, so that was Speaker's Corner and um, I actually had my farewell when I got promoted one of the times. I uh-huh. had my farewell doing there. Right. Um, Funny enough it was about 2nd of January. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Half the staff were away and leave you know it was a cheap round you know <laughs> <the same> thing, <laughs> yeah. it was not too bad. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I thought you meant Speaker's Corner down no, no, the road. No, no, no. Uh-huh. So it's Driftwood it's called now. Aye. aye. Have a Spanish there so place It's quite aye. good but uh-huh. I always remember you talking about Speaker's aye, Corner. Aye, aye. Many of Good day we had and good night in there, sort That's of thing, you right.
0: know? We You're talking about the the music, I suppose these are this, is uh, supposed, I mean, be supposed, to, be nice. supposed <laughs> to be about
1: supposed to have been, supposed to have been, kind of, verbal Diarrhea as usual. It off like Driftwood, uh-huh. uh,
0: exactly, uh-huh. but um, music, I think you'd say before it was kind of Liverpool, uh, but there was also US music as well. So, uh-huh. I mean, what, what what was most influential, was it Liverpool, US, or uh, uh, Glasgow?
1: A combination, oh, certainly wasn't Glasgow, no, mm. no. Um, Probably, well, as I said, my, my earliest music, it really got me going, uh, was, was uh, blues music, uh, a lot of colour guys, and mm-hmm. Ray Charles was a, a fan of mine, a big, big fan a of A fan me. of yours. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm all you. <laughs> he, speaks, he speaks well of me. Um, no, I was a massive fan of Ray Charles in those days, and I can remember, I bought uh, the record uh, Georgia On My Mind. George and my Georgia mind. On My Mind. Oh, Georgia On, Georgia on My Mind. Georgia On My Mind. and. Uh, we're to the 45s then, we got rid of the 78s and mm-hmm, we talked about mm-hmm. two or three episodes back. Yep. And um, when I still lived in Queensley then before I went to London, I used to play that non-stop, mm-hmm. all night long. So my mum and dad came in and told me to pack it in, you Neighbors know. must have loved you. Oh you? God, aye. George on the mind. But, no, in the early days, I mean, it was that. I mean, I used to like Little Richard and folk like that. Mm-hmm. And Fats Domino, I think it was fantastic. Yep. And then the 60s come in, um, you had sort of Cliff Richard. I mean, I was a big fan of his for a while. God mm-hmm. forgive me, you know? Long um, before Millennium Prayer. Oh, <laughs> God. and <laughs> wine. Oof. Oh, heavens, you know. <laughs> uh, this, this was the, 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 what do they call them these days? The Princess of Pop or something? Or right. or something? Oh, the Princess, <laughs> Princess of Pop. Aye aye, aye,
0: aye. Um...
1: But he he was supposed to
0: be the equivalent of uh, the, the UK equivalent of Elvis. Well, I uh,
1: had the he had this sort of, kind of curved lip, you know, that right. Elvis had when it we sp- spoke before about the the, the music program called Old oh Boy, uh-huh. and that's where he would start. He got featured initially, then black and white, uh-huh. not colour television, black uh-huh. and white, and um, you still sometimes see it in all these old sort of programs. The Wee the flashes them, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and uh, he did sort of the curled up lip, you yep. know, doing his uh, Elvis impression. Uh-huh. Um, but that was. I mean, Clifford Richard, I like Clifford Richard at the start. He's his first record they ever made, Move It. Move It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even now. I saw him, uh, I didn't see him live, but I, I saw a programme of him live uh, many years ago, probably about 10 years ago, and he did a, a vamped-up Varsity move it, and it was absolutely brilliant. The shadows were in, they came back. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A guy came back from Australia, the uh, guitarist Hank Marvin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bruce Welsh was still there, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was Brian Bennett was still on the drums at that time. And uh, they did a live Varsity move. It, and it really... Yeah, I thought yeah. that's still a great record mm-hmm. uh, I remember the guy he wrote it on the top of a bus type of thing but aye, Cliff Richard in those days and then the Beatles come in uh, Love Me Do come in 17th in the Chattles remember Please Please Me From mm-hmm. Me To You mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff and that just blew everybody away because that was that was really the start to my mind to the 60s but I mean,
0: but was this coming through just by the, the purchase of 45s, or was
1: it on the TV, or was it... On the TV, on uh, the radio, Radio Luxembourg we talked about, um, mm-hmm. and you were getting sort of things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still Radio Luxembourg, because they didn't have Radio 1 in those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the light programme and the medium, and uh, the long wave. I think, uh, the long wave mm-hmm. was the other one, that was uh, sort of kind of opera and what have you. Um, but no, it was the stuff like Luxembourg, where you always got the late night programmes, and... Um, the very first music programme in television that appeared was a, a wee guy called Jack Payne off the record it was called. Mm. You're talking about late 50s. and mm-hmm. um, That was then followed by, I think I told you before, the 6-5 special and then, oh mm-hmm. boy, then Ready, Steady, Go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, by listening to the, the radio um, and particularly Luxembourg, you were, you were getting to hear what was coming through and a lot it. of it was sort of influenced by the, the American stuff. Yeah. Um Elvis come in. I was never a great fan of Elvis and you got worse as the years went on when oh, you uh,
0: say if you get into a fight you said oh, it was, was aye. There? aye,
1: <laughs> aye. No, and those and in, in that particular stage it was it was good then. I mean Heartbreak Hotel and Hound Dog and all that sort of stuff. But yep. he started making these movies when the Colonel Parker, his managers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the big bucks and it was just nonsense, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. Movie after movie and it was just absolute tripe um, <laughs> a good singer I mean he was good at singing gospel songs yeah it really was um, but these these guys filtered through and you started to get a, a, a feel of what you liked type of thing mm-hmm, Beatles mm-hmm. come in and um, I just I thought the Beatles were fantastic mm-hmm. great songwriters uh, and then of course the whole Liverpool sound came in the searchers swinging blue jeans uh, they all come in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, guys like that um, and then you know there the sort of Manchester sound come in mm-hmm. the Hollies um, the Searchers were still going strong they were a Liverpool band as well I used to like them um, but the Manchester bands come in um, and then you were talking middle 60s the Stones had already been in and then yeah. it was, they were sort of regarded as a bit wilder than mm-hmm. the Beatles mm-hmm. The Beatles were everybody's favourite. Mum, Dad, yep. the Waynes, the grandfathers, they all so, loved the Beatles type of thing, but the Stones were the cold rebels, probably, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, and you had bands that followed that type yeah. of thing, you know? But, I mean, that,
0: this kind of music was that... I mean, obviously, these days, when music comes out, you'll hear it in the clubs, and you'll dance to it in uh-huh. the class, but, I mean, back in those days, presumably, you'd hear that in the cafes, but you, yes. you wouldn't hear it in the clubs. No, 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 no. Uh, no you,
1: you, well, you didn't hear it in the dance halls. Yeah. You, what you'd hear in the dance halls was bands... Singing covers of oh, a record yeah, type of thing, badly. <laughs> Probably <laughs> badly, I yeah. You got the Beach Stalkers we talked about and uh-huh. bands like that type of thing, Dean Ford and the Gaylords, uh-huh. um, and they did covers type of thing. Yep. Um, but no, they they were just basically singing what they heard on radio, uh-huh. um, and then said again. Obviously, as, as the movement moved on, um, and people realised there's money in this, uh-huh. music uh-huh. makers, what uh-huh. have you. Um, and they could see it was aimed at the teenagers teenagers were having more money to spend Mm -hmm. um, to buy things clothes, gear, records guitars, drums what have you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the thing just just moved and it just moved on and on and on and um, people were then looking for sounds you know and you know obviously you're yourself right okay mate I I want to deviate to this type of sound Mm -hmm. and you know everything mushroomed to my mind from the, the, the early 60s stuff you know started in the States and to my mind, still the British music is the best music of the lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My opinion. I mean, would say that, but, <laughs> but no, I, I still think. I mean, you hear some of this American rubbish now, and I thought, oh, goodness, you know, some good ones. But um, uh-huh. I mean, the, the music these days is absolutely appalling. It really is. Um, <laughs> I just don't get it. I mean, talk of R and B. To my mind, R and B was rhythm and blues, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. but you know, get
1: Rihanna and oh, I can't remember some of the Lady Gaga and. It's screaming and shouting and oh,
0: you realise you're encroaching into old man territory. Yes, I <laughs> know, but
1: uh, I know what I like and I like good stuff and that's, to my mind, is just shouting and bawling. Uh-huh. <laughs> what that <I> sound like? <laughs> <laughs> God, oh it's goodness. just noise. <laughs> <laughs> fair Phil's to his bed now, it's 10 to 8, you know. But what? I mean, you, you
0: know, you're you're touching on the, the kind of thought that um, you know you're, you're brutally honest and a lot of people say about Glasgow crowds back in the day when it came to music and acts and things like that, that particularly from the, the, the Empire, the uh-huh. accounts were brutally honest. Oh,
1: God, the Glasgow Empire. Mm-hmm. God, do I, I mean, you mean Des O'Connor would tell you, you know, he sort of pretended to faint on the stage because <laughs> they were going to go on, you know. Um, Bernie Winters and the, his brother. Uh-huh. And uh, the first one came on, and the other one came on and played the clarinet, the straight guy. Uh-huh. God, there's two of them, you know. <laughs> Draw the curtains and get rid of them. Uh-huh. I mean, I'd, I'd been to the Empire a few times... Occasionally, it's, it's a sort of monthly treat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where's the Empire? It's gone now. It's It's a kind of monthly treat. Not every month, but my mum and dad used to take us to the, the Empire mm-hmm. um, to see what of acts, you know, a variety of acts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I always remember too, Lex McLean was a, a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, of massive Rangers, a blue nose, massive <laughs> Rangers supporter. Uh-huh. i made... No bones about it, you know, Uh Um, but very, very funny Mm -hmm. at the Empire and on stage. Mm -hmm. It was so funny they actually gave him a a program in TV, a series in TV in the BBC then, still black and white, and it was absolutely appalling. (laughs) It was a guy who used to shout all the time. Yeah. Because, you know, you're on the stage and, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to present, project yourself. And I think when he was on television in the BBC studios, he was still trying to do the same stuff. Yeah. And he uh, was absolutely appalling and they whipped him off. Uh-huh. So, but, on, as a live act, it was, it was really funny. But, you know, on uh-huh. Saturday night, obviously, Rangers had a win. <laughs> he walked through the audience to get up to the stage uh-huh. and there'd be cat calls and for the, the Catholic side, if you like, obviously, type of thing. Yeah, but uh-huh. he was very quick, very sharp, very uh-huh. funny. Uh-huh. Um, and the yeah. other one I always remember, it always struck my mind, was, I don't know why, but we actually got a, a circle box Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Might have been somebody's birthday horse. No, it was I. Uh-huh. my mum and dad got the money for? I don't know. But it was Roy Rogers. Oh, right, yeah. Cowboy uh-huh. Uh-huh. and Trigger was his horse. Not Trigger from Bellboy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I can still remember now because we were in the, if you like what do you call it, the Royal Box. It was one of these ones yeah. at the side up, upstairs. Uh-huh. And he was the star act. Roy Rogers came on with a horse, Trigger, and they had doing various things. And the thing I always remember. Was his saddle, the, the, the saddle he had in this horse trigger? It creaked and creaked and creaked, and it still sticks in my mind. That's uh-huh, the uh-huh. only thing I could remember about it. And that was Roy Rogers, because in those days I used to be called Roy Rogers because I'd kind of slithy eyes, <laughs> which he used to have, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, sort of narrow eyes type of thing, you know. Yep. Uh, but that was the empire for you, uh-huh. and um, it was a deathbed for many a comedian because the Glasgow audience, the is English comedians as o. well, took no prisoners. Uh-huh. Um, Funnily enough, I don't, I can't say I was ever sitting there or listening to anybody getting dog's abuse, mm-hmm. um, because the ones we used to go to, and it wasn't that often, was to see Lex McLean, I uh-huh. and my dad liked him, uh-huh. type of thing, you know, um, and he was very funny uh-huh, uh, on uh-huh. the stage, um, but yeah, I've, I've read about it many occasions. Um, the thing I, I air, heard was,
0: that, you know, if you could survive the crowd at the Empire,
1: anywhere, and it was always the comedians that got it, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm oh aye I mean, well, I <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean just, some of the always, I mean you can read about them. In the, some of these comics when they do their autobiographies and things like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've just finished reading Les Dennis's autobiography just mm-hmm. this week I was just in the library one day and I thought like, mum usually picks the books I thought, oh, read that It's actually very good <laughs> yeah. but he talked very briefly funnily enough about appearing at the Glasgow Empire and right. got a a bad press type of thing, you know? Uh, uh, Scared uh, of the crowds because the, the Glasgow reputation was really, yep, uh, take yep. no prisoners uh, type uh, of uh, thing, uh. you know? Um, probably more comedians in the audience than there was on the stage <laughs> type of thing with the patter yeah, that they that's had, right, you know? That's right. Um, but, uh, no, we weren't great sort of kind of Theatre growers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type of thing, we probably deviating away from the music now, you know. But you always had.
0: <laughs> I think we did that a long time ago. <laughs> did we <they> ask? <laughs> Was I think we're <laughs> probably best, we're probably best. Yeah, I mean, that's what, 35 minutes? Ago. Oh my god. Right, well, I think uh, we'll call I'm it. going to get a game. script. I'm going to get a script. I think we should all stick right. to scripts. <laughs> got. I think we talked uh, about music for about a minute there. But was that right? <laughs> well, digressing as usual. Nonetheless, nonetheless. Nice. Well, if you liked any of that nonsense, mm-hmm. um, which it was, a uh, right. the usual Glasgow Generations at gmail.com um, right. um, But until next time, I'll, I'll try and get the script for you next time. Yes, <laughs> I. Am. You feed me, and
1: I'll answer. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, all the best. Okay, bye. See you. All.
0: Oh Senka you've messed up again